Some viewers may find the following video disturbing. Viewer discretion is advised. It's Tuesday night, Amelia. What does that mean? What does that mean? Every what's the buzz Tuesday night? time. <laughs> it's what's the buzz. How are you doing tonight? I did so much better. You, you sound amazing now. Yeah. You and my wife, you're getting sick together. You're getting well together. That's wonderful. Yep, that's true. Beautiful. It's, it's what's the buzz time. Like what's the buzz <laughs> podcast? America's only podcast. Mm-hmm. And right now, Amelia, it is four o'clock in Los Angeles. It is six o'clock in Chicago, and it's seven o'clock here in New York City. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're gonna speak in New York City. We're gonna tonight's going to be a sore subject for a lot mm-hmm. of people because tonight, almost you see it on your screen, <laughs> we are going to expose nine eleven tonight. Nine eleven mm-hmm. truth. You know how we always love a good conspiracy on the oh, show. Yes. Well, let me tell you something. This is the mother load of conspiracies it really really is and uh, we got oh boy we got some conspiracies tonight well before i i'm gonna because you know i like to rattle on but i'm not <laughs> gonna do that right now i want you to tell everybody a little bit about uh 9 11 and uh, and what it meant for you to see all this stuff well first of, i was in living in knoxville tennessee raising a family and we heard, okay, these planes hit the uh, Twin Towers. We're like, okay, you know, first believing that, okay, Twin Towers got hit by a plane. Okay, believe that. And then you go on and look and see, okay, you're going to believe that, believe that it's sad, people passed away. And then you get more and more into it. It's like, wait a minute, plane hit, where's the plane? Then you get more into it. You start investigating. Okay, where's the plane? Where's mm-hmm. the parts? Where? Okay, wait a minute, there's got to yeah. be more to this. Where are the parts of the plane? Where is everything? Well, now it's interesting because they couldn't find anything. <laughs> they could not find anything. Exactly. Nope. And they did some tests. Okay. The plane got hit by a bird. They did that test. The plane got bent by the nose. And that plane cannot do that much damage to a building. Something else did. No. Well, something. Well, we, you're going to find out tonight what happened because we got some very incriminating film. And we have a piece of audio from a radio program Mm -hmm. from a a guy you're going to hear about later on in the show. His name was William Cooper. I say his name was William Cooper because he's dead now. The CIA had him killed. And that's that's true. That's an absolute fact. We know that beyond all reasonable doubt. We know that. Um, Plus, the old but admitted it. Um, they're going to, they'll tell you just enough, but they'll never say, yeah, we did it. Oh, absolutely. You're they'll never the incriminate themselves. They'll mm-hmm. never, yeah. never, ever, ever, ever do it. 
Yeah. Even with the Kennedy assassination, which we just covered, they went right to that line, but then they pulled back. Oh yeah, and then you know, you and that was, I was we're still getting feedback from that show. That was a mm-hmm. interesting show. By the way, we will be joined tonight by Mike Messier. Oh, As the opening credits were rolling, Mike Messier called me. <laughs> he will be joining us tonight, uh, shortly, in fact. So uh, we, um, we're thankful to have Mikey with us tonight. It's Let me tell while. everybody, um, here we do, we do exposés on the show. Yes. And some of them are a lot of fun, and some are more of a serious nature. And then you have shows like tonight. Where people died, yes. a lot of people died, and the government lied to people. A lot of people, the government lied to the country, the government lied to the world. It's no wonder no one around the world believes anything we say because we're a bunch of fucking liars. And innocent people paid the price for that. And innocent people paid the price, and they always do. I've said this a million times, Amelia, and I'll say yes. it again and again mm-hmm. and again. I love my country, but I hate my government. Exactly. Sometimes they make it very difficult to like them. Oh, absolutely. And then, and then there are times that the government, believe it or not, does something really remarkable. Uh, and I like, have... Yes. Like tell the truth. And... Guess what? Nancy Pelosi's out of there. Yay. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a, that's a whole other show. We're going to actually do a show Yes, about I'm it. so happy about that. <laughs> Sorry, people. We're, I'm we're doing a show on Nancy Pelosi next year. It's called The Devil in Disguise. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get permission from the Graceland to play Devil in Disguise. <laughs> yeah. Trying to, trying to get permission from Graceland. We'll see. I so might I'm just sneak it in there anyway. I'll probably tonight lose is, um, Yeah, we got a really, a really interesting show tonight. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a sad show in some yeah. ways, but it's a, it's a kind of a show for me that pisses me off. Yes. Because I saw what happened that day, and immediately, immediately, I knew that was not an airplane that hit that building. That building came down very, very controlled. Yes. It did not topple over like you would think it would. That building did not budge. No, it did not. It came straight down like a controlled demolition. Yes. Mm -hmm. And that's what it was. And we're going to see proof of that tonight. Um. So the question, you know, it's a lot like in the Kennedy assassination. Where were you? When 9-11 happened, I was in Franklinville, New Jersey, living in in my house in Franklinville, New Jersey. Um, I was at the World Trade Center a week before this happened. Oh, my gosh. My nephew was there the day before. Oh, wow. The day it happened on a Tuesday. Mm -hmm. He was there on a Monday. He was there that day. Just like visiting as a tourist or just visiting? Yeah, no, he had that partly sightseeing. Oh, my gosh. Partly sightseeing and partly business. My nephew is a makeup representative for uh, Mm -hmm. Ulta, a company called Ulta. Mm -hmm. He's like a supervisor, a big Mm -hmm. supervisor. Oh, yes. 
and they were in doing some sightseeing, but they had a trade show to go to. Mm-hmm. The day before, it was Monday, September the tenth. Mm. Okay, that was the, just the day before. Wow! And what a difference a day makes. Yes, it does. You know, I was there. Like I said, I was there in in New York mm. a week before that happened. One week. I was there with a couple of, actually, I was there with a guy mm-hmm. I used to work with. He since passed away, my friend Tony Jenkins. And I was there with a couple of wrestling people, Red Bastain and his wife mm. uh, from my old world of pro wrestling. Um, and just hanging out, talking. And, uh, and just a week later, all hell hit the fan. And, uh, mm. you know, it was just... Um, you know the, what happened mm-hmm. So let's just talk about What led up to this yeah. I want to play a little video clip First It's from a guy named William Cooper William Cooper was a guy Who used to work for the federal government I want you to think about What I'm just saying to you He used to work for the federal government And the government Had him killed well, why would they have him killed? What would he say that was so outrageous, so outlandish? Here's what he said. Take a listen to this. United States of America and Israel. And I'm telling you, be prepared for a major attack. But it won't be Osama bin Laden. It will be those behind the New World Order who once again want to take the guns and the freedom away from the American people because we're the only ones left in the world who can oppose the destruction of freedom in the world. You hear what he said? The New World Order. Yeah. And the guns, they want to take the guns away from us. They want to take your freedom. The people who own the country, and let me make this very clear, the Mm -hmm. United States is a corporation and it's owned Mm-hmm. It's owned by Zionist extremists. It's owned by a bunch of people you'll never know, you'll never see. Um, some of the names you might recognize, like Rothschild and Rockefeller. Rockefeller. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll recognize names like Bilderberg, Bush, Clinton, mm-hmm. names like that. Obama. Yes. Okay. These are power brokers. These, none of these men who became president, the, these names I've mentioned, Obama, Clinton, Bush, mm-hmm. none of them became president by accident. They were put there. Your vote means absolutely dick in this country. Your president is chosen before you, sometimes before you ever know about it. Most They're of the time, the I'll puppet. give you a perfect example. Mm-hmm. Richard Nixon became president in 1968. He knew he was going to be president in 1958. He knew 10 years before. This is before the Kennedy assassination, before Lyndon Johnson, before any of that, before the Vietnam War. Richard Nixon knew in 1958 that he would become president in 1968. I want you to let this grasp a hold of you. 
and let it sink in because this is what we're talking about. This is what got William Cooper killed. Okay. Look at the date, 1943 to 2001. They killed that son of a bitch for telling the truth. Let's listen some more. And the implementation of a one-world totalitarian socialist government, and that is the goal. Now, how stupid can you be? one-world government. To believe that Timothy McVeigh was the mastermind of the destruction of the Alfred P. Mura Federal Building in Oklahoma City, and just he and Terry Nichols, who appears to be somewhat of a fool, plotted planned, obtained all the different materials, put together a bomb of such force that it brought down what we call in the military a hard target, a target held up by steel, reinforced, concrete, columns, and he had no help. Okay. Did you hear what he said? Mm-hmm. Okay, so what did he say? Yeah, I mean, how could them two come come together and build a bomb like that to, you know, come? Exactly. You, you know, here's what he they had to have help. People. This mm-hmm. is the best part, Amelia, because you're mm-hmm. onto it. You're mm-hmm. onto it. Here's the best part. At the time, they told us that Timothy McVeigh built this bomb made of horse manure mm-hmm. and dynamite and fertilizer. Correct. Okay. I want to know what science class this place <laughs> this took place in. Especially Terry Nichols, too. I mean, why would them Especially Terry together? Nichols. Was, yeah. First of all, have you seen Terry Nichols? I have that not. I looked like a fucking buffoon. He mm-hmm. looked like a drunk on the end of a bar stool. The, the kind of guy that, that went into the bar at 10 a.m. and mm-hmm. left at 10 at night. That's the kind of guy he looked. He looked like a fucking drunk. Well, because he was mm-hmm. most of the time. How does a guy with no IQ, no mentality, help to build such a sophisticated device? Well, the answer is simple. He didn't. Either did Timothy McVeigh. Timothy McVeigh was a sacrificial lamb. Yes. Okay? The government put him to death for no reason. And there wasn't a fucking thing he could do to it. If you don't believe me, ask Lee Harvey Oswald. Yes. Oh, yeah, I forgot he's dead. You can't ask him. Of course, they killed that motherfucker, too. Incredible. Let's listen to uh, William Cooper. They're doing the same thing today with Osama bin Laden, and that's where I've been getting at. Can you believe what you have been seeing on CNN today, ladies and gentlemen? Can you believe it? (laughs) Supposedly, a CNN reporter found Osama bin Laden, took a television camera crew with him. Oh, this this is Mm -hmm. the best. Go ahead. Let's let's let. Oh, I just I'm getting excited thinking about it. Okay, let's listen into Osama bin Laden's hideout, interviewed him and his top leadership, his top lieutenants and colonels and generals in their hideout. This is a CNN reporter with a camera crew. And he came out and told everybody, within three weeks, Osama bin Laden is going to attack the United States and Israel. Now, don't you think that's kind of strange, folks? You see, because the largest intelligence apparatus in the world, with the biggest budget in the history of the world, 
has been looking for Osama bin Laden for years and years and years. They've been, the government has been looking for Osama bin Laden for years, for years, okay? And who found him? A CNN reporter. A, a, a single, a mm -hmm. single CNN reporter with a, not a camera crew, with a one camera guy mm -hmm. in the middle of the desert in a cave. Now, what part of the of the fantasy are we supposed to believe? Here's Mike Messier. Yeah. There he is. Hello. Mikey, how are you, my friend? Oop. I the Mikey's muted. I can't hear Mikey. Uh-oh. Uh, he can probably hear us, but we can't hear him. Yeah, Mikey will get his audio. Oh. Yeah. There you go. You. There's Mikey. Yeah. I, uh, How are you, Mikey? I'm in Wilson. I'm good, Angelo. Good to see you both. I'm in uh, Wilson, North Carolina. Hey, how's it going? I'm in Wilson, uh, North Carolina. I'm uh, driving from uh, Rhode Island back to Florida. So this uh, this is day two of my trip is over today. And oh, uh, I got Angelo's message. Message and uh, probably the only levity you'll have tonight, Angelo, is is when you sent me the uh, invite and you wrote, uh, Mikey, I need to talk about 9-11. You put 9-11. I thought you meant 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. at night. Oh. But I think the topic is actually <laughs> Well, actually, Mikey, we're, we're talking about a guy named uh, William Cooper who warned, he, okay. he gave a heads up to the uh, to the people. He warned them that Osama bin Laden uh, was yeah. plotting, you know, a great devastation. Interestingly enough, the government couldn't find the U.S. government could not find Osama bin Laden. But a single solitary CNN reporter, along with a single camera crew, a cameraman, found Osama bin Laden in the desert in a cave. And we're supposed to believe that's fantasy. So let's listen to what Mr. Cooper says. And can't find him. The FBI also, under the leadership of Louis Free, has been looking for Osama bin Laden for years and years and years and years and years, years and many years and can't find him. Some doofus jerk-off reporter with a camera crew bosses right into his hideout and interviews him. And you know what his budget is? <laughs> Zip, zilch, nothing. Now, that tells us two things. Either everyone in the intelligence community and all of the intelligence agencies of the United States government are blithering idiots and incompetent fools, including the entire apparatus of the FBI and all of their personnel, or they're lying to us. They're not looking for him at all. And the second is the truth. You see, the CIA created Osama bin Laden. They Did you hear what he said? Mm -hmm. I had to look this uh, and to see if it was bullshit. I had to see if there was factual basis for it. Lo and behold, and it's going to blow your fucking mind, but Osama bin Laden was an operative. He was on the CIA's payroll. Mm-hmm. Because he's got family here in this country. Now, just think about how 
oxymoronic it would be. You've got family here. You have family in New York. This is Osama bin Laden, okay? Supposedly the world's most dangerous terrorist, okay? First of all, Osama bin Laden, I don't think poses as much danger as George Bush at the time. Or Donald Rumsfeld, who actually ended up being a little bit of a fucking hero. Um, What happened is, interesting thing, the truth started to trickle out from people who knew. Not from people who were making up conspiracy theories. The truth was coming out from people who knew. This was a very different play in the playbook, in the conspiracy playbook. Because, you know, conspiracy kooks like you and me, we love this kind of shit. But mm. when, because we could talk about it and we don't have to prove anything. But when it comes from somebody inside that circle and they got information that's real and it's credible and they can prove it, well, then that's a whole different story, isn't it? Absolutely, it is. Because didn't they say something about that they had already used uh, Saddam Hussein enough so it was time for them to use somebody else? That was part of it. Yeah, that was that was part of it. Um, We're going to go back to Cooper in a minute. Mm -hmm. That was part of it. One of the problems was that Saddam Hussein, again, bad timing for that poor bastard. Um. You know, not a great guy, not the, the most trustworthy person, but bad timing because he he said and did things at a time when it looked like he might be responsible for it and he wasn't. Mm. The government took advantage of the fact that he was saying and doing certain things and they just piled it on so people thought it was him doing all this crazy shit. Little did they know that George Bush and his cronies were behind it. You have to remember something. George Bush's father, who was his father? George Bush, senior. Right, but what was he besides president? Uh, Let's see. Government. I can't really remember what he was. uh... Very, very important position. Ah. He was the head of the CIA. Oh, really? Yeah, you didn't know that. I did not know that. He was the head of the CIA. He knew everything. He had all the secrets. He's part of the reason John F. Kennedy had his head blown off. Wow. Oh, there's a George Bush connection there. Absolutely. There's pictures of him with Alan Dulles. Mm -hmm. Hmm. So that brings a question then to me. Oh, we're going to do a Kennedy part three. Trust me, that's coming. So that brings a question then. Yeah, ask. So, say, World Trade Center, one, two. So, is that another reason why seven went down as well? Building seven. Mm-hmm. You're going to see film of building seven. Because, Let me tell you what building seven was. Because I saw Buildings, some tenants in there. Who the tenants uh, I got, were oh, yeah, I got, I, I got the list of the tenants, too. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you who they were. Yes. Among have, the people... Among the people mm-hmm. who resided in Building 7. By the way, Building mm-hmm. 7 was completely and utterly empty. Wow. 
when that building came down. It's like Nobody, they had a heads up. They had a big heads up. Are you shitting me? Ooh. Let me tell you who had his office in that building. A guy named David, uh, the owner of the building, David um, Silverstein. Mm -hmm. David Silverstein was the owner uh, at the time. He was the owner of the World Trade Center. You can imagine that one guy owned the World Trade Center. Wow. One. A Jewish guy named David Silverstein, a Zionist. Okay. When those buildings went down, when Building 7 went down, David Silverstein received a check from the insurance company for $10.5 billion. Wow. Okay. $10.5 billion. All right. So he like made a little deal on the side. It sounds like he made a, you're exactly right. Amelia. He made a side oh. deal. Let me tell you who was in that building. The CIA, David Silverstein, the FBI, a covert black ops group that was part of the USAP. What is USAP? Unacknowledged special access program. Mm -hmm. Also in that building that day were all of the men necessary to take down the World Trade Center. The demolition crew was there mm -hmm. just off about a block away. Because as I said, when that building came down, Building 7, it mm -hmm. was empty. Nobody died in that building because mm -hmm. there was nothing in it. It was empty. Watch the way it came down. It came down like an empty mm -hmm. shell. And didn't the Secret Service also have a floor in there as well? They, sure, they, had, two floors. they had two floors in there. Uh, Department of Defense had one in there. Central Intelligence Agency uh, uh, had one. Uh, yeah, CIA. Mm -hmm. I said that. Yeah. Building 7 was complete government. was all government. Wow. Makes you think oh, of what every, they had hidden in there. Oh, let me tell you what else they had in there that people uh -huh. want to know about. You want to know what was in there? Absolutely. Gold, silver. They had, yeah. Hmm. Gold, silver. They had plutonium. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Plutonium. What do you use plutonium for? For nuclear hmm. reactors. Where was it? It Probably was in the the gold and silver. In mm -hmm. the basement of that building. When that building came down, mm -hmm. It was easy to get to. They cleared that rubble and they pulled everything out. Yes. In big, big vaults and big trucks. And they pulled all that shit out and it was gone before. And then Mike Messier is gone and he ain't coming back. Uh oh. <laughs> yep. Mike, oh, you can't what happened? Back. Well, uh, we'll find out. Um, so, yeah, anyway. Um, it's an interesting thing. With it. Let's listen to a little bit more mm -hmm. uh, about the, what Mr. Cooper says here. And then we'll take a little. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm bringing <laughs> my picture up here. Um, yeah, let's. Head of the Central Intelligence Agency. Within two weeks, I would have him dead or in custody without fail. Without fail. If I had those assets and that money, he would be mine I would own his terrorist ass 
within two weeks without fail. A reporter from CNN and his little camera crew got in to Osama bin Laden's secret hideout. Their partner in blowing up the Alfred P. Muir Federal Building based it. How stupid can you be? These guys didn't have a nickel between them. Not a nickel between them. How dumb can you be? How stupid can you be? Put me in charge of the CIA. I guarantee you I will have him in custody in two weeks flat. Or dead. Take your pick. I, I, I would have liked... Yeah, I would, I would really have liked to have the... A conversation with William Cooper, but <laughs> he'd have been a good person. <laughs> yeah, yep. Kind of reminds you of me a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> he'd have been like, rah, rah, rah. <laughs> um, let's uh, let's talk about this because we uh, we really need to. Oh, absolutely. Because um, it doesn't look like Mikey's coming back. Um, let us take a look. This this is a kind of a. You know, we love to do show and tell here, but we got like about like 10 show and tells tonight. <laughs> Let's take a look at this, Amelia, mm -hmm. and then then you can address this. When buildings come down, the height of the rubble pile that remains is about 12% of the building's original height. For example, when the kingdom was demolished, the rubble pile was about 30 feet high, roughly 12% of its original height of 250 feet. The Twin Towers of the World Trade Center in New York stood 110 stories tall. But when they came down on 9-11, they didn't topple over. They came... I said the same thing. Mm -hmm. They didn't topple over. They did not. Watch. Straight down. Given what is known about rubble piles, we would expect the pile for each tower to be about 12% of its original height. 12% of 110 stories equals 13.2 stories. Right. However, the lobbies of the Twin Towers were the equivalent height of three normal stories. So, the expected rubble piles at ground zero should have been about 10 stories higher than the lobbies. And should... Are you, are you following what he's saying? Yeah. What he's saying is something's not floating right here, kids. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. Why? Should have buried them. This is Ground Zero on 9-11. The rubble pile is less than three stories high. What he's telling you, folks, in case you're missing the point, that rubble pile is about three and a half stories high. If it came down like a normal building should, it should have been about 13 to 14 stories high. Mm -hmm. Because you're talking about a building that was 110 stories high. Two of them, in fact, side by side. Okay. But they came down almost evaporating as they came down. Well, what would do that to a building? What would make that building evaporate? Okay. We're going to find out. You're going to see. You're going to, see, you're going to get the answer to that question tonight. 
Where has what should have been here gone? From this to this? You get it? Where did all that building material disappear to? Well, here is a clue. Almost all of the material in this dust cloud came from the Twin Towers. In fact, Manhattan, as well as an extensive area surrounding the island, was covered in fine dust from the Twin Towers. This dust is the missing material from Ground Zero. But what could have caused two buildings made of steel and concrete to turn into a dust so fine that it became suspended in midair to then be carried away by the winds? Think about that. That's a good question he asked. It's, it wouldn't be airplanes. Nope. <laughs> the think, explosives. <laughs> think about think about what he said. Mm-hmm. The building is being carried away in that dust. Yes. What what's happening at that point? Yeah. It's what, what's um, happening? You tell me. You tell me what's happening. It was it's getting carried away by it looks like it's going it was exploded away. It was demolished, basically. Yeah, but but what's important about? I'm trying to get to the dust, point it's here. Dust. It's what? Been, no, listen no. to me. I'm gonna I'm gonna educate people here. Mm-hmm. The word is evidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's evidence. true. Evidence. Yeah. The evidence is being blown away with the blown wind. Away and into the water as well. It's all going the, away. All of the evidence. Okay. Yes. Is being whisked away with the wind. And it's like they knew that it was going to happen that way. And what does that mean, Amelia? You can't test the... No evidence. No evidence. No testimony. Nobody can get um, arrested for it. No, Nothing can happen to nobody. Exactly. You you don't know if that's uh, jet fuel... Nope. They took it down, whether explosives, explosives took it down. You know why you can't? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. it's, it's eviscerated in dust. Yeah. yeah. You don't know if it's dynamite. You don't know what happened. Certainly not ordinary office fires, whether or not they were started by burning jet fuel. Even a conventional controlled demolition does not turn most of a building into fine dust. Never. So the yeah. question is, what on earth happened to the Twin Towers on 9-11. That looks like a big pile of powder. It does, doesn't it? Okay. They, whatever they used to take those buildings down was so powerful that it turned that concrete into powder. You can't even see the fire or the flame. Oh, well, wait a minute. Here's the other thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Where's the steel? Exactly. Where's the steel? It is rubble and it is dust. Um, and that, of course, raises the question of health and structures in danger. Here's ABC's Robert Krulwich. It is hard to conceive, but three days ago, both World Trade Towers rose 1,362 feet into the sky. Visit those same towers today. At their tallest point, they rise maybe a hundred feet above the street. 
And while it's true there are six floors below street level now filled with debris, engineers at the firm that built the building's best guess to account for the missing 1,200 feet of material from each tower is that large portions simply vaporized into the dust that rained down on New Yorkers immediately after the collapse. It was that powerful. Get out of here! We're talking here about 43,600 windows, 600,000 square feet of glass, 200,000 tons of structural steel. Are you hearing what he's saying? 200 tons of steel? Yeah, wait, it gets better. Watch. Whoa. Five million square feet of gypsum, six acres of marble, and 425,000 cubic yards of concrete. Okay. Wow. So let's let's play classroom here. All right. So let me ask you, Miss um, Chapman, uh, my my prize student over here, <laughs> <laughs> Professor <laughs> Professor Angelo is going to ask you a question. <laughs> what happened to all this shit? It evaporated into dust. It disappeared into the air, into the. Into well, the that's what they want you to believe. Um, it, it sure did. It, mm -hmm. it, but you know, it just kind of went away. Yeah. Nobody even thought about Collecting where it. did two hundred thousand tons of steel go. Exactly. It's like if it, whatever they used was so strong that it evaporated the steel. Whatever kind of chemicals or whatever they used. Well, it's... and you said the word. Stop right there. I was uh -huh. waiting for it. Uh huh. I was waiting for it, and you said it. Mm -hmm. Chemicals. Mm -hmm. Not explosives. No. Chemicals. chemicals. There was something. They have something available. Mm -hmm. I'm going to find out what it is. I don't know what it is yet. Mm -mm. But they've got something available that's so strong mm -hmm. that it took out marble, steel, glass, um, gypsum, concrete. It turned that stuff into baby powder. Yeah, I mean, did you see that? Yeah, building it was like down? so fine. It was, it was just yes. Mm -hmm. And we're going to see a picture. Keep that in mind, Amelia. Yeah. Keep that in mind. Take a look at this turned in good part into a cloud, says environmental medical doctor Stephen Levin. I was astonished at the degree to which solid materials were turned into. I want you to listen to this doctor, okay? He can't believe what he's hearing here. Let, let's listen to him. Says environmental medical doctor Stephen Levin. I was astonished at the degree to which solid materials were turned into pulverized dust as a consequence of that building collapse. I think it was striking. The Environmental Protection Agency has been sampling the dust, and one specialist told ABC they believe the clouds that appeared immediately after the collapse were mostly gypsum dust from drywall, cement dust, and plaster, which can cause problems. Okay, I could accept that. But there's one problem. Mm-hmm. Steel and concrete don't melt. No. And you got to work really, really hard to break down concrete. And you got to work really hard to evaporate steel. Yes, you do. Okay. I want you, I want, please listen to what I'm saying. Because mm -hmm. I want you, I'm not a conspiracy nut for no reason. 
I ask case. questions. It's, I mean, it's got to be because, uh, like you said, there's got to be some kind of chemical, some kind of liquid that evaporates that stuff. There's got to be. Yeah. Let's Cement that. dust is an irritant. Fine glass powder is also an irritating material. The EPA did find spotty levels of asbestos. A sample on a police car turned out dangerous. Another sample a couple of blocks away, not dangerous. But most interesting, in the mix, they are looking, they think, at specks of steel that used to be beams and elevators, marble from the lobby floor and facings. So what were once the strongest architectural elements in the two towers were pulverized. Large portions turned into clouds like this one. Still, there is this mystery. If some of the hardest materials were vaporized, how to account for the presence everywhere of paper fully in... Very good question. Right. Why was the paper not burnt? That is what, a good question. They found paper, pencils, pens. They found... Intact letters, business forms, stationery. Paper is so fragile and combustible, and yet somehow, maybe because we have so much of it, it was everywhere. Robert Krulwich, ABC News, New York. That is interesting. Why the paper of all things, but everything yeah. else? Absolutely. Let's take... Um, I, I want to... Well, I would love that for Mikey to come back and see the change. That is interesting, though. Paper of all things, and then not that. You would think that that would be the first thing. Mm -hmm. Because it's paper, it burns easy, right? Yeah, I mean, just like that. If you light a fire, a match to it, just like that, real quick. The other question I have, with all that rubble coming down, that fine powder, mm -hmm. it's interesting that none of it sparked, none of it caught fire, none of it ignited. Mm -hmm. If it was jet fuel or if as they say it was wouldn't you expect because you know an airplane crashes into a building it's going to rupture the fuel tank we know that because the the thing blew up or we think it was an airplane but we're right. going to prove that it wasn't tonight yes and the black but, box on the plane would be okay for uh for them to listen to it and to know what happened but Supposedly, some of them were okay, or some of them were not. No, I don't think so. No, I mean, mm -mm. no. Let's listen to this. Let's listen to this. Look at that building seven. Okay. I'm. I'm going to stop this for a second. I want you to look at what I'm talking about here, mm -hmm. folks. If you can see this. This is a real film. This is not a, a, a movie. This is a real piece of video and film from 9-11. That building seven. Amelia, it came straight down. That was like it was ready to be demolished no matter what. Well, that's the, the implication here. The, Even impl it, the implication is, and you, mm -hmm. you, you said something important, mm -hmm. and I want to, I want to pick up on it. Mm -hmm. Building seven was the home of the FBI, the CIA, the uh, Department of the Treasury, uh, special ops programs. The uh, what other uh, groups there, um, Amelia? The CIA, the um, this special of, uh, see the. 
Secret Service. Secret Service. Secret Service, and they had some kind of uh, brokers in there too. Some right, and uh, and they had bullion and plutonium. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, I want people to understand that what Amelia said is absolutely true. The building was going to be demolished anyway, but why do it on that particular day? By the way, they left everything in there. Only the people were gone. That building was empty of any people, any personalities. Whatever was there was there and was just a little bit of office equipment. And then that happened. And one, you're going to see it a couple times. See that dust cloud again. That building, they say, came down. Let me stop this. Mm -hmm. That building, they say, came down because the World Trade Center vibration was so strong. First of all, I was born at night, but it wasn't last night. Okay. Exactly. No vibration. I don't care who the fuck you are. New York City has had 17 earthquakes. Before, during, and since 9-11. Those buildings are still standing. You're going to tell me a little tremor took down that building? That yeah. thing came down because it was imploded. Watch this. going to see this again. You're going to see that building come mm -hmm. down again tonight. Very, very interesting. It would have taken down the other buildings around it, too, if it was something like that, supposed like that, if they say. Yeah. I have some interest. I have a, an interesting piece, uh, and I want to make sure I, I want to get it for you. Hold on, just a second. I want to make sure it's here. I have an interesting piece of film that I want to show you. Sadly, too, it's like how do you how, how do you explain to your kids uh, that yeah. happened? It's our friend Annie Walsh, mm -hmm. who I spoke to today on the on via chat. She sent me this. Oh, this is very interesting. Look at what I'm, what I'm telling people here. The oh, Pentagon. Construction started on the Pentagon on September 11th, 1941. Wow. September 11th. You hear what we're saying? September 11th. The United States Capitol. Construction was started on the Capitol. September 18th. 1793 and the Washington Monument July 4th 1848 what are they what do all of those numbers have in common well, July 4th is Independence Day of course and then September no 11th. no 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 forget oh. that forget oh, okay. that what do all those dates have in common 
Let's see. Um, I'm not really certain. Could you explain that to me? Yeah, I'll tell you. <laughs> I'm glad you asked. I'll tell you. Thank you. They all have special meaning in the Masonic religion. Oh, my goodness. They're all special dates to the Masons. Why oh, is that my. important? Because the Masons are full part and parcel of the Illuminati. They are also Ooh. the people who they basically founded this country. The Masons, if you look at Washington, D.C., uh -huh. the Masons designed it. It's designed as a pentagram. Look at Washington, D.C. From the, from the sky, from an aerial view. It's a pentagram, a perfect pentagram. You can't make this shit up, folks. And I keep telling people every week, you can't make this uh -huh. shit up. Go online. Please Google Washington, D.C. diagram. All you need to do, uh -huh. do that. Is it with them three connected and the other ones together? Something like that makes a pentagram or something like that? No, it's the okay. whole city is designed as a pentagram. Oh, really? Oh, I'm going to have to yes. look that up. I'm definitely if looking that look up. you look at it from the air. Okay. You can't make this stuff up. I'm you definitely just, looking it up. You, I'm serious. You just, you just cannot make this up. <laughs> now, yeah. speaking of uh, not making stuff up, this is all true stuff. I want you to take a look at this. You have any questions before we before we go further? Maybe? I I I'm learning a lot today. Thank you so much for letting me know that I was like, what? Well, <laughs> that's what Professor Decipio is here for, you know. <laughs> no, I I, I hold mean, it, class every Tuesday and Thursday. <laughs> no, the um, sad part is, is that you know, you know, explaining to people, you know, they thought, okay, well, this is going to happen. When did a lot of the uh, facts start happening that people were starting to wake up and think, wait a minute, these planes were yeah. not, did not actually start. Well, you know, you're going to see, I'm glad you said that. Let, let's take a look at this. Whoa, wait a minute. That did not look like a plane to me. Well, it didn't look like a plane to me either. Uh-uh. You see what it says? You're being distracted. Uh-huh. Okay. That looked like a shadow of a plane, and it looked something. It was a hologram. A bomb or something? It was a flying bomb. Basically, that's what it was. A this film clip is called Flying Bomb. Uh-huh. And that's the name of this film clip. It's called Flying Bomb. It's been around for a long time. Uh -huh. It's probably been around since 2003 three or so somewhere around there mm -hmm. by the way none of the film that you're seeing tonight is new this is all this stuff has been around for a long time you just have to dig a little bit to find it because mm -hmm. the government and youtube are trying to erase your history and we're actually amelia and i are going to do a show on that called erasing your history yes um they can try, but they ain't going to erase my fucking history. No, they're not. because That, I want you to look at that. That right there. Mm -hmm. Take a look at that right there. That's a missile, isn't it? That is a missile. You're looking at it right there. 
Everything in that shot is fuzzy, except mm -hmm. for the building. Why? Because that's it. not really there. Mm -mm. But that missile is there. Why did they do that? It's simple. Because that hologram camouflaged that missile. And I'm going to prove it to you right now. Watch it again. Yes, that would be enough to cause damage to a building, not an airplane. Absolutely. Let's speak. Oh, wait. Boy, <laughs> did you open up a Pandora's box. Boy, did you open up a Pandora's box. Let's take a look at this. By the way, I want to issue a little disclaimer. Um, some of the information you're going to see, some of the pictures you see, may be offensive to some people, may be disturbing to others. Please use viewer discretion as advised at this time. Uh, you might want to keep small children uh, or those um, of diminished capacity. You might want to keep them away from the screen. Now, Amelia. Mm-hmm. What do you notice about that picture? It looks like the two buildings are already caught, well, I guess, bombed, as you should say. And it looks like there's a plane or a supposed plane coming toward them again. Uh-huh. Thank you for noticing that. Mm -hmm. What does that say? It says fake planes. 9-11, mm -hmm. impossible okay. physics. No, no wreckage. No wreckage, yes. And then impossible speed. Okay. No airplane, no airplane is going to hit the World Trade Center and do the damage that those planes, those alleged planes did. In 1948, the Empire State Building was hit by a B-12 bomber. Okay? Mm-hmm. A, a, a B-2 bomber, a B-2 bomber, okay? At the time, it was a, a warplane, right? Right. That bomber was filled to the rim with fuel, okay? Mm -hmm. It crashed into the Empire State Building at full speed. Wow. And did very little damage. Why? Because the Empire State Building was built one of the best, strongest buildings in the world for its time. The other thing is jet fuel evaporates instantly. It doesn't burn and burn and burn. It burns for like a few seconds and then, then uh -huh. it's done. It, it Basically, it extinguishes itself. You're looking at an airplane here. That looks out of place. Yes. Because the plane looks fuzzy, but the buildings look crystal sharp. 
perfectly, yeah, perfectly clear buildings right there, yes. All right, watch. Okay. This is what, remember that the video we just watched about the yeah. dust? Yes, I had okay. it was. Uh -huh. Yeah, now you're looking at it right here. Mm -hmm. You're looking at it. Wow. Okay. Where's the debris? Yeah, exactly. Where's where's the debris? Where's the all the other buildings, the little things that are supposed to stay yeah. on it? Yeah. It's nothing the there's nothing there. Mm -mm. The only reason you would ever know that the World Trade Centers existed mm -hmm. is from all the paper on the street. I want you to think about that. And you'd be able to see the basement from there anyway, at least some of it, because. Right? Or all of it. Yeah. I mean, all it had a basement. Watch. Well, just to prove your point, you're looking at the mm -hmm. basement right now. At least on the one on the left, you are anyway. Because mm -hmm. that crater goes straight down. Wow. Okay. It's you like want to tell me. You you want me to believe. Okay, so let's just get this straight, okay? You want me to believe that two of the largest buildings in the world, not just in New York, in the mm -hmm. world, mm -hmm. came down side by side, and that's all the damage right it's there. Like Dirt, like nothing was that, there, even there. Th those buildings came down with precision. Okay. If I, I will say this, I'll just for argument's sake, mm -hmm. just for argument's sake, let's just say, let's just say it was not a demolition. Correct. Okay. Let's mm -hmm. just say it was, you know, an airplane. Okay. Then for those buildings to come down that clean, God himself must have been holding those buildings with his hand. Oh, yeah. And, and going like this, you know, going like this. Because other than that, that was the most controlled demolition I have ever seen in my life. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Or if, if it were a plane would have hit some of it, it would have just hit the side of it and side of the building would have just hit the side and the rest of it would have still been at least. It would have toppled over. Yeah, exactly. What a difference. Yeah, look. They exactly. literally turned the dust in midair. You're looking at it. You're, you are looking at it. Yeah. Do you see the reference point? That yes. little yellow diagram there. Mm -hmm. Look where it is on the left and look where it is on the right. Wow. Look at that. Just like somebody went like that. Just... Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, let's get into this. This is uh, titled, No Plane Crashes on 9-11, Exposing the Illusion. 
Let's go there. This is the other one we're going to have fun with. Oh, the Pentagon, huh? The Pentagon. What a fucking joke that was. Mm -hmm. Okay. I want people at home to watching this and listening to the, on the radio. We're looking at two photos. One is a UPS plane crash. Okay. The other is Flight 93 in Shanksville, PA. Okay. Yes. What do you see about those two pictures? Let's see. Dead bodies found planes. Oh my goodness. It looks like it's in no. the water. Well, or something. Forget, forget, don't don't read the caption. Okay. Is just that... look at the picture. You just tell me. Because remember, it's... you're my student today now. It looks like I'm a beat up plane. I'm the professor, okay? It looks like a beat up plane, but it's a beat up plane. It it crashed. Yeah. Read it. UPS plane crashes. Yeah. Worldwide service. Yeah. But it doesn't look like it's a plane like somebody would go to. It's a UPS plane. It's a cargo plane. Yeah. yeah it's not the one. But it's that still intact, reported. isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Where's the plane from Flight 93? It's That's not the plane. There, no, there is no plane. Mm -mm. Okay. There is no plane. There's nothing there. Mm -mm. There was never a plane. There no. was flight 93 never crashed. And where's the field? That that's that doesn't look like a field to me. Oh wait, you're gonna see the field. You're gonna see some stuff. Watch. Oh, that's another thing, by the way. Mm -hmm. Very interesting that you said that. Mm -hmm. You said that doesn't look like the field. No. Go guess what? What? The the news media, Google particularly. I got to blame Google for this one. Mm -hmm. Google, <laughs> if you type in Shanksville, PA, 2001, uh -huh. mm -hmm. you're going to get a, a photo that comes up that looks like this. Okay? Really? But it's going to have an airplane in it. It's going to have a tail section. But guess what? It's not from Shanksville, PA. It's from Russia. Wow. It's about a Russian plane crash that happened. Watch. Just keep watching. I got more stuff to show you. Questions that cannot be answered. Okay. How did two airplanes make three buildings fall? Why is there no footage of the plane that hit the Pentagon? Well, there is now. And you're going to see it tonight. And I don't know, Amelia, have you seen it yet? No, I have not. It'll be the first time that I've seen it. Oh, boy. It's going to be the first time a lot of people see it. How did the Pentagon and Pennsylvania planes vaporize? They didn't because they were never there. Let me tell you what hit Shanksville, Pennsylvania. It was a missile. It's the same thing that hit the Pentagon. How do I know? Because I got the film to prove it. I'm going to show you tonight. Okay? And by the way, it's not a big secret. This mm -hmm. stuff is out on the internet. You can find this. Mm -hmm. You can find it yourself. You just have to go look. That's all. Just go look. Yeah, a lot of... They try to cover up a lot of stuff for people to find, unfortunately. Okay, here's another question. 
Why didn't NORAD respond? What is NORAD? It stands for the uh, um, um, Northern Operational Ra uh, Radar Air Defense. I think I think that's what it stands for. Northern Operational Radar Air Defense. How did three steel frame buildings collapse for the first time in history on the same day? How? With, with no steel being found. Explain this to me. Did somebody take all the steel out of uh, the World Trade Center? Yeah, when somebody wasn't was looking? Right? When somebody wasn't looking, did they take all the steel out? Did they replace the buildings while somebody wasn't looking? Right. And say, right. oh, David Copperfield, can you do this real quickly for us? <laughs> Why did the U.S. military plan war games during the attack? And they did that because yes. the military is a bunch of sick fucks. I mm -hmm. don't like the military. And I've said that before. I love the men and women who serve in our military, but I can't stand the evil sadistic motherfuckers that run the military because mm -hmm. you're killing people for no reason just because you want to play with your bombs and play war games with each other well fuck you general okay fuck you all um why was everybody why was everyone responsible promoted instead of fired because that's what the illuminati does they don't fire you they promote you when you do evil you don't remember Bad is good, good is bad, yeah. down is up, up is down, east is west, west is east. Yes. Right is wrong, wrong is right. Because the world is upside down right now. But not for long. Why did the 9-11 Commission ignore crucial information and fail to follow up on leads? Simple. Because they weren't paid to do that. Very, very simple. They weren't paid to do that. And why are you labeled a conspiracy theorist for even asking these questions? First of all, I wear that with a badge of honor. I'm a conspiracy theorist. I will tell you that. In fact, I'm more than a theorist. I'm a conspiracy practitioner. I'm a conspiracy truther. Exactly. I'm We're a conspiracy acknowledger. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Here's another one. Did you know that when Barack Obama, another piece of fucking shit, I didn't know they could pile shit six foot high, that Barack Obama, when he said that we killed Osama bin Laden, okay, nobody ever witnessed it. Nobody yeah. ever saw it. No U.S. sailors witnessed the secret burial of Osama bin Laden. The U.S. government has not yet produced a single photo or video of bin Laden's body or an autopsy report or a death certificate or a DNA test result and refuses to do so. You know why? Because Osama bin Laden did not die that day. In fact, Osama bin Laden in 2022 is still very much alive and well. And we think we... A few people, myself among them, think we know where he's at.
And let me just say, I think Osama bin Laden's a lot closer to home than people realize. Oh, yeah, like, I believe I he's in the witness protection program, I bet you. I believe he's here, absolutely, mm-hmm. in the witness protection program. Mm-hmm. I don't believe he's dead for one moment. Oh, absolutely not. Because if he was, they would have produced, like you said, a death certificate, shown us pictures or, or something. Yeah. Witness. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that Saddam Hussein was, was no. hung the nope. way they said he was. You know? Oh, no, they're still using I, him somehow. I've seen people do the hanging. Let me tell you something. There's a way to do a hanging very convincing. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm going to say. Let's put it this way. It's no secret and it's no accident that the U.S. government and Hollywood work hand in hand with each other. And that's why I no longer watch Hollywood movies. And we've seen pictures of that, haven't we? Yes, we have. Oh, yes, we have. I listened to this one. The easiest way to gain control of a population is to carry out acts of terror. The public will clamor for such laws if their personal security is threatened. You know who said that? No. A piece of shit named Henry Kissinger. The motherfucker is still alive. He was alive when Richard Nixon was. He worked for Richard Nixon. Okay, he's probably he's got to be a hundred years old. He's like the devil. The devil doesn't die either. Does Henry Kissinger? Okay, I and thought he was somebody like Elon Musk or something like that. <laughs> yeah, and of course he's Jewish. Mm. There you go. There's our friend. Larry Silverstein, just months before 9-11, the World Trade Center's lease was sold to Larry Silverstein. Silverstein took out an insurance plan that fortuitously covered terrorism. After 9-11, Silverstein took the insurance company to court, claiming he should be paid double because there were two attacks. Okay? Oh, wow. He won. He won. I'll tell you how he knew, because they told him you better cover your bets here. Hmm. He was awarded four billion five hundred and fifty million for each building. Mm-hmm. What's that come out to? Ten billion dollars is what it comes out to. Now we're going to get some fun here. Okay, why is 9-11 a lie? Here's why. No block, no black boxes were found. Building 7 was an obvious demolition. Towers came down in 11 seconds. Okay, no debris. Everything was pulverized to dust by explosives. That's the answer, Amelia. Yes. You want to know how it turned to dust? Explosives. Mm-hmm. Faked media footage. The media is complicit. The media helped pull this off. I want to give you proof. In England, remember, there's a five-hour difference in England. Yes. Okay? The reporter in England 
was talking about building a building seven coming down. Mm-hmm. Okay. Guess where they were standing? Guess where they were standing? Right there by the building. In front of building seven. Oh my gosh. And guess what? Huh. It didn't come down for hours and hours and hours. How, how did, did they, they know all of a sudden? How did they thank you? How did they know? <laughs> because it's part was part of her script. The media was in on it. Um talk crazy. about fake news that they had to make up all of a sudden, huh? Mossad and the CIA installed the bombs. Nanothermite. That's the the, the uh, technology. That's the chemical that took That's down. That's what it is. Yeah, it's called nanothermite. Steel buildings penetrated by aluminum hollow planes. And that's what they were. They were drones. They were the camouflage. Okay. Uh, Fibonacci sequence all the way through World Trade Center. Plane holes fit in Subonacci pattern. Gold was stolen from the vaults. We're talking about gold mm-hmm. and silver, didn't I? Yes, you did. Put options placed on uh, relative, uh, re- related companies the night before. Zionist leaseholder. Larry Silverstein, again, Zionist, we have to say Zionist. We, mm-hmm. we, we get in trouble if we say Jew because the Jews are God's chosen people, right? <laughs> he can have them. Um, George H.W. Bush talked about a new world order. 9-11 was the catalyst for this to happen. Ask yourself, ask yourself these questions. If none of this had happened... Would anybody have ever known? No. How did well, know? Eventually, they would have. Mm-hmm. How did they know what floor to actually start putting the bombs in for it to just go straight down? That they because that they, this is what they do for a living. Oh my they, goodness! This is what they do for a living. They, you have to understand. Mm-hmm. So in order to do a controlled demolition, mm-hmm. you got to have demolition people who know what they're doing and there are these people i've I've seen several demolitions up close Mm -hmm. it's an art form okay these Mm -hmm. people know what the hell they're doing Mm -hmm. all right and they're really good at what they do you add the government on top of that and a lot of money to pull it off well then you've got you know a blank check to do whatever you want. Let's take a look. This is what I was just telling you about. Oh, yes, the the Empire State Building. In 1945, a B-25 Mitchell bomber flew into the Empire State Building, resulting in the deaths of, listen to this, 14 people died, okay, including 11 uh, office workers and three crew members. Okay. Mm-hmm. Look at the fire. But it just minimal damage compared to what the trade the trade center did. Hardly any damage. Hardly any. Yes. Look at that. This is where it gets good. This is where it gets good. Everything's starting to make sense now, isn't it? Yes, it is. On September the 10th, 
2001, the day before September 11th. Donald Rumsfeld was um, holding a press conference, a joint press conference at the Pentagon. And I'm sorry, not at the Pentagon. He was holding a joint press conference to state that the Pentagon was missing. Listen to this number, Amelia. Two trillion. Three hundred billion. Two trillion three hundred billion dollars. But the next day, something happened and everybody forgot about what Donald Rumsfeld said. Okay, the Pentagon was missing two trillion three hundred billion dollars. Where did the money go? Tell me where you think it went. Offshore accounts, perhaps. Possibly. How about the Illuminati? Illuminati. How about offshore accounts to George Bush? To hush people. Jeffrey Epstein? Mm -hmm. Bill Clinton? Yeah. Barack Obama? Yeah. George W. Bush? To know about 9-11? To... You get where we're going here? Yes. Okay. A lot of hush money. Mm-hmm. Oh, it wasn't hush money. It was, it was, you know, it was line my pocket money is what it was. Mm-hmm. There wasn't nothing hush about it. Okay. This is from an airline pilot. United States Air Force commander. Captain Russell Wittenberg. The government story they handed us about 9-11 is total bullshit, plain and simple. There was absolutely no possibility that Flight 77 could have descended to 7,000 feet in two minutes, all the while performing the steep 280-degree bank turn before crashing into the Pentagon's first floor wall without touching the lawn. Okay? You hear what he's saying? Yeah, I had to make an emergency landing not that fast. No, you missed the point completely. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, that's an emergency landing, right? I'll tell you what, you you read it. You read okay. it. The government story that ha- they handed us about 9-11 is total BS, plain and simple. There was absolutely no possibility that Flight 77 could have descended 7,000 feet in two minutes and all the while performing a steep 280-degree bank turn before crashing. So, yeah, it could not have just went like that. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, that's you get what they're saying to you. Yeah, it could not have. That's a BS story. The point he's saying is, yeah, that nothing is going to hit the Pentagon at Mm -hmm. that angle without hitting the ground first. Exactly. Okay, you're going to see why in a minute. 35 years he's been, oh, 35 years as a pilot. Yeah. I believe him, definitely, 100%. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, this is Anderson Cooper. You know who he is? Yes. Mm -hmm. CNN. Uh Uh-huh. I'm Anderson Cooper. I am a direct descendant and heir to the Vanderbilt, second wealthiest family in American history. Before I became the face of CNN, I was in a secret society at Yale called the Manuscript Society. 
I know a lot about them, by the way. Um, while I was at Yale, I worked for the CIA and became a participant in Operation Mockingbird. I know a lot about Operation Mockingbird, too. I now spread disinformation through the mainstream media to manipulate the thoughts and beliefs of the public to further the CIA's agenda. The CIA has an agenda. It's simple. They want to take over the country. They want to take over the world. I got news for the CIA, though. The Illuminati's got you beat. They were there first. Oh, yeah. Okay. Now, this is, okay, I want people to understand. (laughs) I have to fucking laugh because this makes me laugh. This is Shanksville, Pennsylvania, Flight 93. I got two questions for you, Amelia, and -hmm. you better have the answers for them. Number one, where's the airplane? Uh, It's definitely not there because it does not look like a plane to me there. Okay, that was a good answer, number one. Okay, that's the first question. Number two question, where's all the people? Uh, that looks like an empty field to me, so they're definitely not there. Exactly. You you, you get the prize tonight. You've you done so, good. So people, It's an empty field with no people. Yeah, so if you're listening... No airplane hit there. It's just a grassy field. A uh, missile that, hit there. Mm-hmm. It created a hole in the ground, and that's all that you're looking at. A fucking hole in the ground. One of these buildings collapsed. Can you guess which one? Uh, You're looking at five buildings. They're all on fire. Which one collapsed? Uh, let's see. I'm going to say the one that's going to be the, the one that's all red. The one on the very top. No. No? Nope. Hmm. Building Wait. seven on the bottom to the right. Oh, wow. Yep. None of these buildings collapsed. None of them. Except for building seven. Hmm. Okay. And look at the fire and blazing in these buildings. Wow. That's and a the lot buildings, of fire. And the buildings remained standing. Okay, tell me what you see um, about that picture. What do you notice about this picture? Let's see. Besides the fake airplanes that are circled around. No, the the airplanes are not circled. Uh What you're looking at that circled is. Missiles? No, Uh it is a explosive discharge. Hmm. That's the thermite that we're talking oh, about. Oh, that's that thermite material that they were talking yes. about. Yes. You you asked me a question before. Mm-hmm. How did how do they do this to make this building come down straight? Mm-hmm. That's how they did it. You're looking at it right there. There's and and you have a big building like this, Amelia, right? Mm-hmm. Big building. Mm-hmm. You have to have little charges inside that go poof, poof. Like that, right? Oh, okay. I see what you're talking about. Yes. Uh-huh. And that's what these are. It's going boop, boop, boop. Okay, so they just... put them in like that so they can just. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're looking at it. Yeah, there's another one right there. 
Okay. You're looking at the Pentagon. Mm-hmm. This is before anything hit it. Okay. She's going to take a look at a couple pictures here at the Pentagon. Um, I drove past the Pentagon once. It's a big mm-hmm. place. That's a big fucking place. Okay. By the way, the Pentagon is shaped like a pentagram. Mm-hmm. Okay. What is a pentagram? It's, it's this... the devil symbol. Mm-hmm. Short answer. It's the yeah. devil symbol. Okay. Because you're looking at a five-pointed star right there. Yes. Okay. Hmm. You see that arrow there? Yes. And that circle there? Mm-hmm. See that little little thing sticking out there? That yes. It looks like a nose sticking mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Is that an airplane? No. You're right, it's not. It's a missile. I want you to watch. This is what the news showed you on television. Okay? Mm-hmm. This is what they showed you on TV. This is what they want you to believe. Now, here's the truth. For the first time in a very, very long time, you're going to see the video that was missing. We actually got a hold of it now. Okay? And it's on the internet. If anybody wants to find it, it's there. Just type in Pentagon missile video. This is it. Finally found the confiscated video that the FBI took on the day of 9-11, where it was proving it wasn't a plane, it was a Scud missile. Um, there was talk amongst the community, because I've been awake for 20 years since this happened, that there was a Scud missile. The witnesses were silenced. The person who had this tape that turned it over to the FBI, the FBI concealed this information, and as you can see, that is not a plane. That is a Scud missile, as originally thought. Fucking deep state cabal, you sons of bitches. We already, those who knew, we already knew you did shit. But this was the last piece of the puzzle for the evidence. With that whole entire crap with the 9-11 report, they said it disintegrated. That is a Scud missile. Swedish satellite saw that there was a, a, a marking target, and that was completely put aside, and you all bought the lie. Heavenly Father, let truth prevail. Wow. How's that? Wow. When she said that they were silenced, does that mean that they were killed? They were killed. <gasps> wow. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yikes. Watch this. Was kept from counterterrorism czar Richard Clark, who could have organized a defense and even have prevented the attacks altogether. You have to intentionally stop it. You have to intervene and say, no, I don't want that report to go. We therefore conclude that there was a high-level decision in the CIA ordering people not to share that information. After September 11, Republican Congressman Kurt Weldon denounced the pre-knowledge of information on the upcoming attacks, which was intentionally withheld from the intelligence community. This is an attempt to prevent the American people from knowing the facts about how we could have prevented 9-11, and people are covering it up today.
FBI agent Colleen Rowley discovered information that could have led to uncover the September 11 plot. But her memos never... These people, by the way, this FBI agent and the senator, they're some very brave people. Of course, they risked their jobs and their careers to come forward with this. That FBI agent quit the FBI after this. I just want you to know she wasn't fired. She quit. Um, I don't know if she's still around, though, because this is, again, we're looking at a, a news clip that's probably a good 20 years old. You know? Mm-hmm. So. ...got past her superiors while she was prevented from pursuing the investigation any further. Finally, it turns out they were not read by the lawyer and the FBI who had the duty to send those over to the Department of Justice. In the crucial hours of September 11, Defense Secretary Rumsfeld and other top military became suddenly unavailable, hampering the decisional oh, process within the chain of command. For 30 minutes, we couldn't find him. Do you hear what he said? Yeah, they couldn't that's finally. That's the general. Suddenly unavailable. Hmm. That's the general from the Pentagon saying, we couldn't find him for 30 minutes. <laughs> well, where the fuck did he go? Yeah, they became suddenly unavailable. Hmm. Yeah, he became very unavailable. Mm-hmm. Him and his $2,300,000,000, I mean, his $2,300,000,000. It became very unavailable. On September 11th, only four jets remained on alert to defend the entire sector of the country most likely to four. suffer an attack. Four. I've determined, of course, that with only four aircraft, we cannot defend the whole northeastern United States. Defeat. Before September 11th. Imp- Defeat. Okay. How, how did you defend the entire east coast of the country? Think about it. The east coast is the most important sector of the country. Why? Right. 75% of the people in the country live here. Mm-hmm. The government, the seat of our government is here. The president is here. The vice president, all the senators and all the congressmen, all this, the, the heads of power are here on the East Coast. And four jets was all it was going to be to protect the entire East Coast. Are you serious? And what happens if something, you know, a major catastrophe happens? What's going to happen? Hello? Um, well, too bad, I guess, right? <laughs> it's like every man for themselves, basically. I want to show you a, um, uh, speaking of brave people, I want to show you a CNN reporter who spoke the truth about 9-11. And he got fired for his actions. Instead of saying, you know, well done, journalistic integrity. They fired this poor bastard. I walked right up to next to the building was uh, uh, firefighters were still trying to put out the blaze. The, The fire, by the way, is still burning in some parts of the Pentagon. And I took a look at the huge gaping hole that's in this sideway but from my close-up inspection, there's no evidence of a plane having crashed anywhere near the Pentagon. The only. Do you hear what he said? Yeah, no, no evidence. Nowhere near. There's. Mm-hmm. Uh, it gets better. Well, listen to what he said. That nowhere near the Pentagon was there an airplane. Mm-hmm. We, we know now. We've proven it. We've proven it. 
Copley site uh, is the actual uh, side of the building that's crashed in. And as I said, the only pieces left uh, that you can see are, are small enough that you could pick up in your hand. Uh, there are no large uh, tail sections, wing sections, uh, a fuselage, nothing like that anywhere around. Wow. Okay. Jeez. There's no fuselage because there's no plane. Yeah, no, no tail, no wings. Like, where did it, where did it go? Because it wasn't there. This is it. Just cracks me up, though. This is the piece of the puzzle that everybody seen, everybody saw in the news at the time. Okay, they saw the Pentagon with the smoke, and okay, well, where the fuck's the airplane? You want to tell me that an airplane just disappeared, vaporized? Yes, exactly. Where's the black people, box? Is supposedly because there. they think people are stupid. <laughs> Your government thinks you're a fucking idiot. Don't you get it? They think you're stupid. And that's the truth. What are they going to do? Try to put some more stuff in the water for us to supposedly drink? <laughs> Yeah, well, you drink it. All right. I'd, I'd rather drink my own bath water than drink the mm. shit that they're handing us. That's ridiculous what they were trying to make us believe. It's like now, I want you to just watch. <laughs> I want you to watch this because this is actually kind of funny, but it make you think kind of funny, okay? Mm-hmm. Check On the morning of September 11, 2001, 19 men armed with box cutters directed by a man on dialysis in a cave fortress halfway around the world using a satellite phone and a laptop directed the most sophisticated penetration of the most heavily defended airspace in the world. Overpowering the passengers and the military combat trained pilots on four commercial aircraft before flying those planes wildly off course for over an hour without being molested by a single fighter interceptor. These 19 hijackers, devout religious fundamentalists who like to drink alcohol, snort cocaine, and live with pink-haired strippers, managed to knock down three buildings with two planes in New York. While in Washington, a pilot who couldn't handle a single-engine Cessna was able to fly a 757 in an 8,000-foot descending 270-degree corkscrew turn to come exactly level with the ground, hitting the Pentagon in the budget analyst office where DOD staffers were working on the mystery of the $2.3 trillion that Defense Secretary Donald Rumsfeld had announced missing from the Pentagon's coffers in a press conference the day before. On you get where we're going here? <laughs> Do you get where we're going here? Yeah. Where are we going with this, Amelia? That they're trying to make us believe that we're idiots and uh, hello. Well, no, besides that, Here's which I that. mean, already, you know. Yeah. They're trying uh, to make us believe. Where, where are we going one, with this? They're trying to make us believe that one man can uh, pull this whole thing off, basically. No, 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 no. We're, we're, you know. No. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> What, I'm sorry, that we, was just funny with the pink watch hair. That threw me off. <laughs> you, no, I, 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 listen, watch, watch. What are we learning here? What did we just we just talked about this? Mm-hmm. Watch. But who couldn't handle a single engine Cessna was able to fly a 757 in an 8,000 foot descending 270 degree corkscrew turn to come exactly level with the ground hitting the Pentagon in the budget analyst office where DOD staffers were working on the mystery of the $2.3 trillion that Defense Secretary Donald Rumsfeld had announced missing from the Pentagon's coffers in a press conference the day before, on September 10th, 2001. Luckily, the news anchors knew who did it within minutes. 
Okay. Now, I'm going to give you a chance to redeem yourself. <laughs> what do we learn here? Uh, let's see. Basically, that uh, they try to make us believe that people that didn't know how to fly planes all of a sudden knew how to fly planes. And that money, part of it. And the money, the money all of a sudden did end with come. They found out who did take the money after all, basically. No, they did not. <laughs> they did not because it looked like they no. did, basically. No. And the, the uh, missile, uh, the, the missile hit the budget accounting office. That's where the screw up took place. I they wanted to make sure that all that paperwork disappeared. The best uh, way to do it, hit it with a missile, it all catches fire. Everything blows up so they don't have to do shit but say, see, we bye showed up bye. to work today and, you know, praise the Lord and pass the butter. Did they end up leaving or was there anybody in that part of the building when that missile supposedly happened or they happened to be off that day too? No, they were off that day. Really? They, were, they, they, weren't, they were not going to remember something. It was minimal collateral damage. Remember those... Remember that term, uh -huh. minimal collateral damage. Uh, somebody's here in our chat room. They're trying to spit in your face and say it's raining. Huh. Yeah, you're absolutely right. They're trying to spit in your face and say it's raining. I don't know who you are, CM, but you're absolutely right, brother. Uh, or, or sister, whoever you are. Um, Osama bin Laden. The pundits knew within hours. Osama bin Laden. The administration knew within the day terrorists who committed these acts and those who harbored them. And the evidence literally fell into the FBI's lap. That a hijacker's passport was found blocks from the World Trade Center crash site, if you can believe. Wow. Really? Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait a minute. You missed the best part. Let's go back. Let's go back. Here's the best fucking part. Listen. Listen carefully, Amelia, because you will be tested on this. One. <laughs> Luckily, the news anchors knew who did it within minutes. Osama bin Laden. The, the news anchors knew who did it within minutes. Within minutes. Mm -hmm. Okay. The news knew, but the government didn't. Okay. Think right. about that. Okay. It gets better. Watch. It's knew within hours. Osama bin Laden. The administration knew within the day. Terrorist who committed these acts. The terrorist that committed this act. Is right in fucking front of me. His name's George Walker Bush. Mm -hmm. Piece of shit. Fucking scumbag. And those who harbor them. And the evidence and literally fell into the them. FBI's lap. That a hijacker's passport. You want to know what the devil looks like? He lives in Crawford, Texas. Mm -hmm. ...was found blocks from the World Trade Center crash site. Oh, if you can believe that. that. You, missed the best, you missed the best part. Listen to what he says. Yeah, the hijacker's the passport. passport was found blocks from the World Trade Center crash site, if you can believe that. If yeah. you can believe that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, How I can't fucking believe that. But for some reason, a bunch of crazy conspiracy theorists demanded an investigation into the greatest attack on American soil in history. That investigation was delayed, underfunded, set up to fail, a conflict of interest, and a cover-up from start to finish. It was based on testimony extracted through torture, the records of which were destroyed. It failed to mention the existence of WTC-7, Able Danger, P-Tech, Sibel Edmonds, OBL and the CIA, and the drills of hijacked aircraft being flown into buildings that were being simulated at the precise same time that those events were actually happening. Mm -hmm. It was lied to by the Pentagon. 
the CIA, the Bush administration, and as for Bush and Cheney, well, no one knows what they told it because they testified in secret, off the record, <laughs> not under oath, and behind closed doors. Yeah, it didn't bother to look at who funded the attacks because that question is ultimately of little practical significance. Still, the 9-11 Commission did brilliantly answering all of the questions the public had, except most of the victim's family members' questions, and pinned blame on all the people responsible, although no one so much as lost their job, determining the attacks were failure of imagination. Because nobody in our government, at least, and I don't think the prior government could envision flying airplanes into buildings. Except the Pentagon, FEMA, NORAD, and the NRO. The DIA destroyed 2.5 terabytes of data on able danger, but that's okay because it probably wasn't important. The SEC destroyed their records on the investigation. They shredded every document they could find. Mm. Shredded every single document they could find. Why? Because exposing the truth would land some of them in jail for and a very long time. Also, and remember something. Rich people don't go to jail. Nope. And Powerful people don't go to jail. Only poor schleps like us go to fucking yep. jail. And they didn't burn with the 9-11 building, so they might as well shred it. Whatever, yeah. but... Uh, yeah, well, I mean, think about it. If they would, they thought they would have probably gone with the building, so and since it didn't... Well, no, I mean, no, <laughs> no. You know what I mean? I mean, no. it's not funny, but, I mean, think about it. They probably thought, well, you know, might as well do it. Because if you think well, about what, it. Yeah, what choice did they have? Yeah. I'm gonna think of it. They had to destroy the shit. Oh, I bet you they, they had it. How many? Remember the, think, the, the, the number one rule of committing a crime. Mm-hmm. No Spread loose everything. ends. Yes. No nope. loose ends. No loose ends, no evidence, nothing. Leave nothing Ex- behind. That's my point. Exactly. Investigation into the insider trading before the attacks. Exactly. But that's okay, because destroying the records of the largest investigation in SEC history is just part of routine record keeping. NIST oh. has classified the data that they used for their model of WTC7's collapse, but that's okay, because knowing how they made their model of the collapse would jeopardize public safety. The FBI has argued that all material related to their investigation of 9-11 should be kept secret from the public, but that's okay because the FBI probably has nothing to hide. This man never existed, nor is anything he had to say worthy of your attention, and if you say otherwise, you are a paranoid conspiracy theorist and deserve to be shunned by all of humanity. Likewise him, 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 and her, and her, and her, and him. Osama bin Laden lived in a cave fortress in the hills of Afghanistan, but somehow got away. Then he was hiding out in Tora Bora, but somehow got away. Then he lived in Abbottabad for years, taunting the most comprehensive intelligence dragnet employing the most sophisticated technology in the history of the world for a decade, releasing video after video with complete impunity and getting younger and younger as he did so, before finally being found in... You get what we're saying here? Yeah. Since when does somebody get younger as they get older? Exactly. Younger and younger and younger, huh? Mm Mm-hmm. You get where we're going here? There's a, there was a lot of Osama bin Laden's running around. He had a lot of doubles. Oh, yeah. And a lot of- the U.S. government had a lot of doubles. By the way, did I mention Osama bin Laden was on the CIA payroll? Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. He was By one the of the puppets, as they the say. The family of Osama bin Laden owns a very popular company called Snapple. You might know it. Oh, yeah, definitely. In a daring SEAL team raid, which wasn't recorded on video, in which he didn't resist or use his wife as a human shield, and in which these crack special forces operatives panicked and killed this unarmed man, supposedly the best source of intelligence about those dastardly terrorists on the entire planet. 
Then they dumped his body in the ocean before telling anyone about it. Then a couple dozen of that team's members died in a helicopter crash. If you believe that, <laughs> I got some swampland up in Hoboken to sell you. In Afghanistan. This is the story of 9-11, brought to you by the media, which told you the hard truths about... His head could be seen to move violently forward. And... They took the babies out of incubators. And... Mobile production facilities. And... The rescue of Jessica Lynch. If you have any questions about this story, oh, you are a batshit, paranoid, shit. tinfoil, dog-abusing baby hater, and will be reviled by everyone. If you love your country and or freedom, happiness, rainbows, rock and roll, puppy dogs, apple pie, and your grandma... You will never, ever express doubts about any part of this story to anyone. <laughs> that was cute. I love, <laughs> I love it. Okay, so um, what have we learned tonight in this almost two-hour show? That the government will lie to you about everything, so do not believe your government. Don't believe a fucking thing they say, nope. absolutely. Uh-uh. Don't watch the Do not watch the news. If you care about yourself, your family, your safety, do not watch the news. Because it's do all only fake. do only one thing. Do only one thing and one thing only. Take out one of these here. Let me show you. Take out one of these here. Okay. Open it up and read it. Because it's got all the answers you want. I always tell people I don't worry about anything or anybody. Mm-hmm. I read the book and we win. Yes. Read the end of the book first. You know, here's the thing. This is the devil's world. This is the devil's playground. The United States of America is not the safe haven of God's fearing people that it used to be, that it was set up as. Because somewhere along the way, a bunch of scumbags from other parts of the world came here and decided that they didn't like the way we did business and they were going to change it to suit themselves. Mm-hmm. And they took their money and they took their power and they influenced a lot of people, including a lot of U.S. presidents. Um, we're going to expose that on this show in great detail. Um, I didn't, I, I almost didn't do this show tonight. I had three guests that were supposed to be on with me. They all con- conveniently, they all backed out. You saw I had Mike Messier on the show tonight. He lasted about 30 seconds and he was gone. Yeah. Okay. I was going to do the show myself if I had to. And I will do the show myself if I have to. I almost didn't uh, have a voice tonight. So Yeah. <laughs> um we'll we'll deal with your voice. We'll um if I gotta get somebody to stand in for your voice, we will. Yeah. We'll make no, it but work. I did it. I did it. I, I'm getting it back little by little, but I'm well, you know, you look at least you got a voice now you can talk. You couldn't yes. talk before. Yeah. Oh yes, I was in such a bad shape over the weekend. It was horrible, but I know and, Talk about fake news and everything too. We're going to be doing a show about fake news and um, as well. Yeah. Well, it's pretty. It's all pretty much fake news now. Oh yeah. You don't want to believe anything that the news will tell Uh, you. I no. I don't watch the news. I haven't Mm -hmm. watched the news in about 
Probably about four years now. Yeah, we. I, I have really yeah, don't either. We years. watch more movies. We get into. The I watch movies. Like I go online. I do my show. I do research. Mm-hmm. I research stuff mm-hmm. like you wouldn't believe. Okay. Um, I want to show somebody. Hold on. I want to show something here. And I want to. I want to make sure I got this right because it's important. Yeah, video. Um, there was a piece of film. Oh, here it is. I want to show this piece of film. We got a couple minutes left. Let's watch it. These are the high, the the so-called hijackers. Okay. Let me tell you what the news media did. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. These poor guys had, they had as much to do with 9-11 as I did, okay? They were a bunch of Middle Eastern guys at the airport. That's all they were. They, they didn't hijack anything. They didn't threaten anyone. They didn't kill anybody. The voices you heard. Mm-hmm. On those tapes that sounded like the so-called hijackers. Yes. Were American actors. Wow. Okay. They were actors. That's all they were. Doing a very deadly job of convincing people that this country was under attack by radical Muslims. This was set up so that the United States could start a race war with the Muslims. A religious war. uh, To start a jihad. They called it a holy jihad. Well, I think the Muslims are smarter than that. Let's watch this. Time stamp. 545. Yes. 5.45 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Okay. In the morning. It says 9-11-01. All right. This is from the night before. This video was taken in Maine. Okay. Maine. Burlington, Maine. You see them, they're being, you know, mm-hmm. searched and all that, right? Yeah, like that for the... Uh-huh. Right? When a plane crashes, Uh you can expect to see this. This is what it looks like. I want you to notice. Tell me, Amelia, look at that airplane and tell me what you notice about that. 
see. Well, let's see. It's got uh, two. It looks like it's landing, about to land. Anyway. No, you're missing the point, Amelia. Uh, let's see if I can get real close. You're missing the point. There's no windows on that airplane. No, there's no windows. Just by the cockpit, basically. I mean, that's but it. By the front. Yeah, just by the, where the where the pilot is. There's like no a... windows on that mm -mm. plane. Mm -mm. Watch this. Do you get where we're going here? Yeah. Look underneath. Mm -hmm. That look like a bomb to you? Yeah, it looks right there. That's what we're talking about. Okay. You Would that be a military that? plane, right? No. It it it's a it is a military drone. It drone. there's nobody's flying it. Oh, it's okay. being flown remotely. You see where it's that says flash? Mm-hmm. Okay. If you watch the video version of this, mm -hmm. you're going to see a flash. And then you're going to see this so-called airplane mm -hmm. allegedly crash into the building. But there's a problem with that. And I'm going to show you in just mm -hmm. a moment. Just watch. That's the Pentagon. Mm -hmm. After it's been hit. You see an airplane anywhere? No, I don't. You see anything that looks like an airplane? No. Thank you. Moving on. Okay. This is what I want you to see. You see that hole there? Mm-hmm. I want you to notice something about that hole. Okay. What do you notice about it that should be jumping out at you? It's like a gaping hole. It's just like it, it's just like it got cut in there. Like pretty much, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let me tell you what I'm talking about here. That hole, if an airplane hit it going in, mm -hmm. okay. The Remnants you see on the outside should be facing inward, mm -hmm. not outward. Right. You should only see remnants facing outward of something exploded outward. Right. And that's what you're seeing. The other thing I want you to notice, if an airplane did that, mm -hmm. how does an airplane go through metal bars? Because those bars are still there. It you see it? Yeah, it okay. would go right through, and then the nose would be probably stuck in there. It wouldn't the go all the way through. The other point is, it's not wide enough to be an airplane, is what no. we're saying. No, of course not. Okay, Shanksville, PA. There's a hole in the ground. 
Mm-hmm. No fucking airplane, but a big hole in the ground. No. Watch. Guess what? They dug it in it, there? It says Shanksville, PA, right? Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not. This is what the news media is doing. It's a different location completely. That's what you said earlier, right? That you uh, had pointed out to us yeah. in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Watch. It gets better. There you go. Shanksville again. Not the same place. There you go. Shanksville. Okay. Guess what? It's not Shanksville. Uh-uh. It's Russia. It's a place in Russia. Watch. There you go. Huh. Not Shanksville, PA. It's Rosvilka, Russia. This photo is being purported as Shanksville, PA by Google and search engines. Only Yahoo has made the correction. They want you to believe that this is Shanksville, PA. It's not. There was no tail in Shanksville. This is what you would expect to see if a plane crashed. Yes. Okay? Something like that. Okay? Even like that. But then you look at this, and it's a hole in the ground. This is the real photo of Shanksville, PA. That's what happens when a missile hits the ground. This is what happens when an airplane hits the ground. Any questions? I didn't think so. Wow. Oh, my. Amelia, what's coming up? So uh, we have actually this Thursday. uh, It will be December the 1st, first day of December. We have... um, Actually, we are going to get away from a little bit of the serious stuff, and we're going to get into laughter. Yes, we do. (laughs) What makes us funny or what are some of just not kind of what happened to funny, basically. We're going to have our old pal, Mark Sacken, back, producer of the Golden Girls. Mark will be here. Yes, Mark Sacken. We love Mark. uh, It's a living, of course, and we're going to have upcoming comedian Aaron Arian Poor. I got that right. Yay. <laughs> yeah, Aaron Arian Poor. Mm-hmm. And uh, Luca Polanka. Luca Polanka. I love Luca. He is fucking hilarious. And uh, hopefully, you so said we'll have hopefully his wife, Tammy Pascatelli. Pascatelli. Hey, you're getting good with well. them Italian words. <laughs> I'm learning. Yay. <laughs> you're getting good with them Italian words. Yep. We're hopefully going to have them uh, to close out the week for us this week, and it'll be the first uh, well, day of we hope December. so, right? Yes. We, we need some so. laughter back again. Yeah, we're going to uh, learn how to laugh. That's the so yes. the government's trying to take that from you, too. Oh, no, they better not. They, they, they can't you. do that. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, we're going to talk about it Thursday. Mm. How the government's trying to, to tell comedians, listen to this one. 
the government is trying to tell comedians what words they can use. What? No. I, I'm not. I'm <laughs> not even making this up. Wow. I'm not even making this up. I'm. I swear to you, I'm not even making this up. Well, I'm surprised because back in the day, you couldn't say shit. You couldn't say that. What? Fuck. Uh, yeah, we oh, said that George word, fuck. Carlin. Remember, we couldn't even say that in the air. Now we can. Can you believe it? George it's coming out of ten year Well, wait a minute. George Carlin and Lenny Bruce and uh, mm -hmm. Richard Richard Pryor. Mm -hmm. By the way, I knew Richard's daughter, Rain Pryor. Mm -hmm. If you're out there, Rain, how you doing, kid? Um, Lenny Bruce was a, died for his craft. He died for his art. Hmm. He was saying fuck on stage long before, and mm -hmm. he was getting arrested every night for obscenity. And now you can say it on TV. Like even a ten year old kid yeah. can say it on TV nowadays. You couldn't even a ten year old couldn't yeah. even say it on TV now. George what? Carlin did an, a whole album about the seven words you can't say on television. I'll never mm -hmm. forget him. Yeah. Shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, yeah. and tits. And now you see, like, you know, now you little, say them all. Yeah, all basically, right? <laughs> and we're going yep. to see a clip from George Carlin. Um, yeah. Let me just give everybody kind of a little idea what we're talking about. Yeah, and basically, I have Andy some stuff here. Even like Andrew Dice Clay used to say it back in the day, and a lot of women got offended. Hello? I mean, women, come yeah. on, don't get offended. It's just a joke. Come on, give it a break. If, if I can listen to Andrew Dice Clay and laugh, you can too. Give it oh, a I, break. It's a joke. I, I was come watching on. Andrew Dice Clay before he was, you know, famous. I love Andrew to, Dice Clay. He's he hilarious. was performing at, okay, you're, you're excited now. Shut up for a minute. Uh, my turn. Um, no, Dice was performing in Philadelphia long yeah. before he was famous. Mm -hmm. He used to come here to try out some of the smaller comedy clubs. Yeah. And then go back to New York and try the big clubs. Because mm -hmm. he knew if they worked in Philly, they would work. Oh, yeah. Um, God, I remember that. Oh, my God. He's, uh, he used to do the comedy, uh, the comedy club. Mm -hmm. uh, comedy Factory Outlet, the Bank Street Comedy Club, a comedy cabaret in Philadelphia. Oh my God! Please, it was crazy. The stuff yeah. that uh, that that Dice used to do around here. He got big following too in Philly. Yeah, and now um, they're trying to shut that down for people. I mean, that's ridiculous. Yeah, I want to tell everybody we have a um, we have a big year coming up. Um, oh, absolutely. We're going to get into shows people never thought that we could go. Yeah, we're booked all the way to June right now. Yes. All the way to June. And let me tell um, you, people, we're, if you didn't think we were going to look under that rug, we're going to look under that rug. We're going to look under the rug. Yep. yep. And we're going to open that. If something doesn't belong there, we're going to sweep it out. Mm-hmm. And I might hold it up and show you how dirty and stinky it is. Too. Yes. And if it says, um, do not open that door. I'm opening that door. <laughs> yeah. I will. I'll open it first. Yep. Um, well, listen, I want to tell everybody, uh, thanks for joining us tonight. Yes. We will be back Thursday night with uh, a night of comedy and, and revelation. And so for Amelia Pitbull Chapman, I am the mad dog. Uh, keep staying with us. Join us. We got a little following going over here. Oh, beautiful. Yes. We got some and numbers. Our numbers are growing. This is good. TikTok, we got we have a TikTok. Um, tell everybody the TikTok because you know it and I don't. <laughs> What's the buzz underscore popcast? 
Watch the Buzz podcast. Oh, somebody's mm-hmm. in the chat. Hold up. Mm-hmm. Great show tonight. For C- hey, CM, thank you. Do me a favor, CM. Hang out um, when we go off the air. Hang out and just don't go nowhere. Um, stay with me, all right? For Amelia Pitbull Chapman, I am the Mad Dog, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>